0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Once again, we're waiting on Artie to check in. It's the Southern Dirt Track Report. It's Thursday night. The inaugural Southern Dirt Track Report on the 110 Asian Sports. We want to thank all our sponsors for allowing us to be able to expand our platform. Mr. CJ Sports, a big shout out to you. You're what. Keeps this 110 Nation Sports Show rolling week in, week out, and we salute you. Make sure you check out the website, 110 com. And your Can host you should me? be online. Can you hear me now? That's a big 10-4. It's all yours, Artie.
2: What's up, everyone? It's the Southern Dirt Track Report live here on the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, We will be talking a whole lot of dirt tonight, so y'all tune in. Uh, It's my first time doing this this way, so usually I'm looking at myself on the screen. I don't have anything hooked up yet, but maybe next week I'll be able to do that part. But this is the first show. I'm a little nervous, as you can tell. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We have a few drivers, a couple of track owners, as well as a couple of track announcers. Um, the show is wow. going to be jam-packed here. Try to keep everybody on Cube. Um, so we will start it off by me talking about our local Dirt track scene, Um, the Thunder Valley Speedway. We're going to start off with Thunder Valley and work our way uh, east. So at Thunder Valley um, Speedway, we have uh, the Memorial Day, uh, the Jackie Sacker Memorial Race, uh, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. That race is coming up. It's going to be a a three-day show with Friday having a full show for your stingers and rookies. And on Saturday, July 10th, will be the Factory Stocks, Limited Sport Mods, Crate Late Models, rookies, street stocks, stingers, and the pro mods. They'll have last chance of feature races Um, on that Saturday. Adults to get in the pits is 40, kids for 20. Grandstand is open. That is grandstand prices, I believe. Uh, Grandstand opens at 5 p.m., and it's going to be a great show there. Um, The Thunder Valley, if you've never been to Thunder Valley Speedway in Glenmore, Louisiana, you are missing out on one of the the best-looking tracks in the South. Um, no doubt they have the, the brightest track in the south. The lighting there is just on point. I can't tell you about any other track that has lighting as well as the Thunder Valley does. You can, there's no shade spots on the track. I mean, this track is lit up like a Christmas tree, and that is a plus. Uh, let's run you through the June 26 winners over there real quick. We'll run you through um, the features. Um just a few features we'll pick up. The Street Stocks was won by Mickey Steele. Mickey Steele is a man on a mission. He is racing all across the South. This guy is, he really is, you know, coming through. You'll see him at Hattiesburg. You'll see him at Outlaw. You'll see him at Thunder Valley. You'll see him at Baton Rouge. This guy does not um, favor any track. you If you go to a racetrack, you're probably going to see that orange Mickey Steele uh, car running in that street stock, and he wins the feature on June 26th. Um, also, the factory stocks over there, The uh, DeVille, the one car, I believe that's David DeVille, um, he wins the, the factory stock race over there. And then the Stingers is going to be Boswell. Uh, the Thunder Valley also races your CRUSA, the Crusade. uh the latent models, and Litton. What is your winner there in that one car? Um, they also run a pretty cool rookie class, which is um, any any car from any class, if you're a rookie, you can run it in the rookie class. So you'll have late models out there with stingers. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those classes that I think they all should pretty much go with um, when it comes to that kind of a race. Um, rookie classes are, are popping up all over the place. Um, some tracks have run in two, three, four rookie classes a night, different classes. Uh, but I I believe that this is a a good way of getting people to race where you don't have five different classes running. you got them all running on the track at one time. The Pro Mod feature, Lofton, he wins again. Uh, He's been on a winning streak here at Thunder Valley for a while now. So the bounty is out for number five in the Pro Mod series there. So they're going to have a bounty out on the five on a pro pro Mides. So, uh, the Thunder Valley is, a, like I said, if you haven't went there, the, the July 8th, 9th, and 10th show, is going to be a fantastic show. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it is a fantastic facility in general. Um, the bleachers are nice. Um, uh, you don't feel like you're going to fall through them and it really is a great, great place. So y'all check out Thunder Valley Speedway for the Jackie Thacker Memorial Race, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. We're going to move eastbound and down, and we're going to go um, tell you a little bit about some Baton Rouge Raceway. Baton Rouge is – let me pull it up real quick. That's the only one I didn't pull up, and that's my home track. Shame on me. Um, Baton Rouge Raceway will be running their next race, I believe is going to be – they don't have anything on their on their website, on their page. But they had the Sprint cars there last Friday night, and they put on a show. I think there was 15 of them, and one went over the wall. But I usually have all my results on my phone, but I'm actually using my phone, so um, it's kind of making the whole thing crazy right now. Um, Jackson Motor Speedway is running their first annual hot shot shootout and the Hot Shot Shootout is going to be, um, I believe, this weekend coming. See, I'm drawing a blank here. But um, they have – it's going to be July the 10th. The Hot Shot Shootout is going to be July 10th. So not this weekend. This weekend they're off. Capital City Raceway there and Jackson Motor Speedway. They have like something like 35, 35 – um, like 35 hot shots I've signed up from six different states. And um, it is uh, going to be a shootout there for sure at Jackson Motor Speedway for those hot shots. I think it's 850 to win. And uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I got people. Um, I'm trying to keep up with the show and trying to make sure we're on track. <laughs> but um, we are going to be probably heading up to Jackson for that race. For the Hot Shot race, so you could catch pretty much the action on the Southern Dirt Track Report, um, if possible, if we can get that, um if we can get up there on that date. And Jackson Motor Speedway runs every other Saturday. They run the same week as Outlaw Speedway, so every other Saturday is Outlaw for me. And um, every Friday, every every other Friday is going to be Hattiesburg and Baton Rouge. I'm going to have to change my routine up because it's been crazy, to say the least, with both tracks now running on a Friday. So we are now going to be alternating tracks. Uh, the good thing about Baton Rouge is they run in, I think, every other Friday. So it's not like every Friday they are running. So we'll catch their race every time and then Hattiesburg every other time. And that's pretty much how it's going to go uh, for the remainder of the season. And the same thing with um, Outlaw. We'll go to Outlaw, and then we'll hit Pike and Jackson and Thunder Valley a few more times here before the end of the season goes. So um, speaking of Pike County, Pike County has um, some big races coming up as well. Pike County had a little shakeup in the the, the promoter spot this week. I don't don't know if you all seen, but uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but Tim Morrell had posted that he is no longer associated with um, Pike County Speedway. So uh, Brooks Strength uh, will be at Hattiesburg Speedway on July the 2nd and at Pike County Speedway on July the 3rd. You know, that's a big deal for us. Um, The man is out waxing the field each and every week, wherever he goes. Um that four forty four is quick and that's a mod that you want to keep an eye on. Um, especially on those two races. They're gonna be he's gonna be back local in his home in his home area and he is um putting Mississippi on the map for sure on that side of the ball. Um there will be no stingers at the next race at Pike County. Um, please support Jackson Motor Speedway with your stingers, so if you run a stinger get up to Jackson. That's where the race is going to be anyway, 850 to win. Uh, They will be running modified. Uh, It's going to be a pretty big race, Modified Madness at Pike Pike County on Saturday night. So it's going to be 1,500 to win. So they are going to have a ton of mods there, and they all are going to be chasing, I believe, that 444. Um, and then you know it's early yet, but they are they are taking sponsorships for the Jambalaya 100 at Pike County, uh, which would be on Flow Sports this year. And if you need any help with that, um, check out Blake. Blake will take care of you on that matter. Um, but yeah, the the payouts for Modified Madness is going to be pretty good: 1,500 for the open wheel mods, 1,000 for second, 800 for third. Limited mods are going to be running for 1,000 to win, 800, and then 500. And then the rookie limiteds will be running for 500, 300, and 200. So it's going to be uh, all three of their modified classes will have some big money up for grabs, so it should be pretty good. And um, that's a mouthful, but, um, yeah, we we have – I'm sorry. I think the music. I got some music in my ear. I think it's coming from outside. My neighbor, maybe. So that's when I was pausing there for a minute. I kept hearing something. But um, let's run you through the streets, the, the points real quick from Pike County. We got Ron Southern coming on in just a little bit. I have a very special guest. Wailing, Vinning is going to be on. Terry Hudson's going to come on and tell us about some stuff in South Alabama. And we got Bridget Walters going to be talking about Northwest Florida. Uh, Charity Kilgar will be talking about Greenville. Tessa Doyle, the owner of uh, Little Degas Speedway will be on in just a little bit. we got got uh, Emily Voss. She's going to come on and talk about some of her racing achievements. And Chris Creighton will be on and talk about why not here for a little bit. And Dave Chisholm, he's going to talk about so, track and corners from uh, corners, from Mississippi and I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, Crossroads Motorsports Park, I believe, is the name of it. So, um, we have a uh, we have a great thing going. So, we are going to have fun with this, and um, just to let you know that next week we hope to have a, a lot of visual as well as um, this show going on. At the same time um so this should be a pretty good deal, okay, so um yeah, y'all get out and support um uh, dirt track racing, and let's run you let's run you through the Pike county um speedway points real quick, the points line up, we're gonna give you the top three in each class, and the street stocks is Tony Atwood leading that one um in first, field miles second, Caden Jackson in third, and the pure stocks is Justin King, Josh Lambert, and Ashley Ackerman in third, um, Jacob Avance, Daniel Johnson, and Cole Vining, um, eliminate mod points there, open wheel mod points, Chase Wascom, Richard Rich Ginn, and Corey Smith, Your top three there, crate late models, 2D Arnold is your leader there at Pike, Shannon Lee, and Mike Dupree, and um, right there, Cody Barber, right there, sitting in fourth. So it's going to be a good, good points race here for the Crate Late Models to come towards the end of the season. Should be really exciting to watch these um, these guys every week put on a show, put on a clinic to how to race Pike County Speedway. So that works out. In um, the Stinger points, Megan Sojourner, Philip Rogers, and Madeline. Williams at your top three. And your rookie limited points, Larry a could be Herbert. Uh, Ricky Dufresne and Cody McDaniel, that's going to round out your top three for your points at Pike County Speedway. All right, we're going to have Ron Southern coming on here in just a couple of minutes. Um, I don't know if he is available now, but we can get him on if he has called in. Uh, Ron Southern is the chaplain and announcer at Hattiesburg Speedway. And um Yeah, let me know if he hey, is on.
3: Hey Ron, how are you? Doing well, buddy. How are you?
2: Oh, uh, I'm doing great. So uh we're gonna get you on here and we're gonna talk about a little Hattiesburg, a little outlaw. Um the show is yours. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs>
3: Well, I appreciate it, and congratulations on this next step in your evolution of the Southern Dirt Track Report. It's awesome to see.
2: I appreciate it.
3: All right. So as far as uh, what's going on with me and my world of racing, I'm, like you said, I'm blessed and honored to be the chaplain and the announcer at both Hattiesburg and Outlaw Speedway. And uh can't tell you just how much that means to me to be in – in racing in the way that I am. Uh, one of the things I, I know you're familiar with, Artie, is my focus uh, at the track is usually on the young generation, the kids. And that's, that's what I try to incorporate into the races at Hattiesburg and Outlaw Speedway as much as possible. And I've come up with some different things to continue to make them a part of the show. And uh, the tagline we put on Hattiesburg Speedway, is uh, the pl- uh, the place where kids are part of the race, and uh, that's exactly what it's all about. I love seeing these kids have fun, and the reason for all that uh, goes back to when I was a kid. And My first race I went to, I was four years old and uh, had a blast, and I was at the tracks on Friday and Saturday nights quite a bit up in uh, Central PA, so I grew up on the 410 Sprints, Pennsylvania Posse, and uh, enjoyed it greatly. Actually watching the PA Speed Weeks this week and uh, seeing uh, Kyle Larson has picked up two wins this week. But uh, that's, that's why I got the focus on kids was how much fun I had as a kid when I was at those tracks. And um, I put myself in their place today. And most of the tracks, their, their focus is great on the racing and everything else. But we got to get those kids involved. we got to get them engaged in in something. So at Hattiesburg Speedway, we do once a month kids' night, and it's the last Friday of every month. Now, this past Friday we got rained out, and it seems like forever since we raced because of all the rain outs. But we've rescheduled that to this coming Friday, which is tomorrow night, so the kids will be doing their boxcar races. And uh, the boxcar races have been a huge hit. And the, the parents, the fans, the drivers, and especially kids are really enjoying it. And uh, we we started something that uh, this year that we hadn't done in the past, and we're going to be giving a championship trophy at the end of the season for the kid Kids' Night champion. And uh, we purchased a uh, four-foot trophy to be given to one one of those kids at the end of the season. Uh, the thing I like about the boxcar race is it allows – all age groups to participate and be a part of it now that's i'm talking five years and younger those kids are out there and doing it we had some three-year-olds out there last last time we did this and it's it's incredible and arnie i know you you've watched them you've laughed with them and it's it's fun to watch them because they just they just having a blast but as far as hattiesburg speedway go ahead I said it's definitely a fun time for those kids and the, in the, in the
2: fans. The fans are
3: loving it. So. Yeah, and that's, that's what makes me happy. And that's, that's I know I'm doing my job right when I see the fans enjoying themselves, when I see the kids enjoying themselves, and when I see the drivers out there being a part of that and laughing and being a part of the kids' events too. Uh, so with Hattiesburg Speedway, man, it seems like forever since we last raced, and uh let me get to it. So our last race our our winners, uh the top three in each class in the pure streets, and it was the eleventh of June was our last race, which just blows mm-hmm. my mind. yeah, so That's a long time. in the pure <laughs> streets, yeah, it just this rain's got to stop, yep, so in the pure streets, we had a great, great race in the pure streets, a lot of action going on we had some lap traffic play into the finish on that one. Tommy Pledger was leading that race from the drop of the green. And then uh, the last lap, last couple laps, uh, lap traffic started playing a part. And Joseph Graham was able to get by him on the last turn of the race. So out of turn four, he took over the lead. So Joseph Graham was your winner, Tommy Pledger in second, and Leslie Brown in third. And then in our street stocks, Ricky Item, man, every time he shows up, the other drivers seem to be saying, all right, who's going to be winning second place? Uh, Because Ricky just, when he's out there, he's tough to beat unless he has mechanical problems or another issue. But that's rare. So Ricky Item was your winner with David Williamson showing up at uh, Hattiesburg and bringing home a second and Alan McLemore in that 31 in third place. And then with the modifieds, we had a great car count in the modifieds. Jade Lusenberg was untouchable at uh, Hattiesburg. Brook's Strength was actually there, but he was racing in another modified, the 6S, and he brought home second. And Kevin Cumbie, that gentleman right there has come a long way and is a threat in the modified each and every week. He brought it home in third place. In the crates, Jeremy Item has really found a groove in that number 18 car With Keith Smith as the owner, and he's been winning. He's been putting it on top of the uh, qualifying and just continues to be a threat to win every week. Him and Shannon Lee have been putting on some great shows at Hattiesburg Speedway, so Jeremy Item was your winner. Shannon Lee in second, and Cole Cameron uh, made it uh, to the third spot, so that was your podium finishes in our last race out of Hattiesburg Speedway. Now, with the points... That shook them some things up a little bit, and in the pure streets, Jim French is still your top dog, but Joseph Graham is right there behind him in second spot, Pledger in third, Brown in fourth, and Delane Phillips has been consistent, and he's in fifth spot right now. He was out for a couple of weeks due to some situations, and then, uh, but uh, he's, he's able to hang on to that fifth spot and keep an eye on that number 18, pure street, as he continues to be consistent. In the street stocks, Tony Atwood and Ricky Item are tied for first place, and that's a great battle right there. Tony Atwood is at every race, every time, and that's several different places I know he races, and it's always good to watch him do what he does. But Tony Atwood's on top with Ricky Item tied with him. Doug Taylor's in third. Critter Hagler is in fourth, and Alan McLemore has moved up into the fifth spot. For the modified, Kevin Cumbie is our top dog. And then Robert Casada is right behind him, 20 points out. Tommy Beasley, our last year champion, is in third. Joshua Monticek, that young guy, he's been motoring that car around, that J44, and it's exciting to watch this this young kid do as well as he does. He sits in fourth and Brian Powell in fifth. And then in our crate lates, Jeremy Edom is our top dog with Shannon Lee, Derek Smith, Ronnie Graham, and Pace Cameron. So tomorrow night, I got a call from the owner, Donald Parker, and he said we are going to be racing tomorrow night double features in the Crate USA Street Stocks and the Crate USA 604 Crate Lates. And uh, they're doing things a little bit different here in the sense of there's no heat races. They will be qualifying the crates as normal, but they'll also be qualifying the streets as a part of this in place of their heats. So the first lap time, will go for the first feature lineup. The second lap time, will go for the second feature lineup. And then we're going to run our heats. The pure streets will be up first, obviously. And then uh, we may shake up the order a little bit. We usually do pure streets, street stocks, mods, and crates. But uh, instead of the heat in the crate, in the uh, street stocks, it's going to be their first feature. And then it'll be the mods and then the first feature of the crates. And then uh, we're going to have our intermission. That's when we're going to do our kids' box race on the track, on the front stretch. And I encourage everybody to come out to be a part of that. It's fun to watch. It's great to be a part of it. And these kids are putting their heart into it. And some of these kids' designs on these boxes are getting pretty incredible. So be a part of that. And then after intermission, we go into our features for the evening. And that's when the second features will be run. So that first feature for the Crate USA division will be from week 13 i believe is what it was either week 12 or week 13 i'm not quite sure on that Uh, but that wraps up pretty much everything for hattiesburg and uh, we continue to move forward on doing great things up there for these kids and i've transitioned that same thought over to outlaw speedway now outlaw speedway my goodness they've been struggling to get a race in and Zach rushing has been doing a fantastic job out there at outlaw speedway with his crew, but uh, mother nature is just playing havoc out there and they, t- they canceled their last race. So they won't be racing again until not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. And they'll be having their regular show plus the local spring cars. So I guarantee that's going to be a great night of racing. If you've never been to outlaw speedway, highly encourage you come out there. So, as I said, with the Hattiesburg crew, I usually do the honorary youth flagman. We pick one kid out of the crowd. He starts, he or she starts the first feature of the evening, and then we have our fan feature, friendly, and that's where I get the autographs of one of the classes uh, that are racing that night, hand them out to the kids, and then those kids are cheering on those drivers, and if their driver comes in first, second, or third, they get to come down onto the track and take a picture with the podium fish- finishers. At Outlaw, what I do with them is I take um, fan of the night, and during all the heat racing up to intermission, I encourage these young kids to be uh, just a part of this in cheering on and jumping around and, and just being a great sportsman all around. And I'm watching from the tower to see who our most exuberant kid is out there, and then I present them at intermission with a trophy and a gift bag from Outlaw Speedway. The second thing I do for the kids at Outlaw is called Team Outlaw Racing. And I hand out uh, tickets to the kids der- before the races start and then randomly pick 10 tickets out of that. And then uh, each of those kids get assigned a driver from each class. So they will have a driver from the pure and factory stocks. They'll have a driver from the modifies, driver from the street stocks driver from the stingers, driver from the Crate Lakes, and if the sprints are racing, they'll have a driver from that. Now that's all dependent on if there's at least ten cars in each class that's racing. If there isn't, then I cut that driver out. And then their their drivers earn points during the heats and the features. And at the end of the night, the team that has the most points is crowned our team outlaw racing champion and I present them with a trophy and a gift bag as well with an autographed shirt from all the drivers. So that's what we do out there at Outlaw Speedway. Zach has been doing an awesome job on getting stuff done out there as far as bringing on some sponsors. He was able to bring on wearing oil uh, to sponsored pure and factory stocks, and that's helped increase the uh, purse for them guys. Um, He has Allen Beverage out of Gulfport, Mississippi as a sponsor, providing all Pepsi products and some great equipment that's coming, and I know there's more to come, but all the signs that you see out there are from Pepsi products uh, and Allen Beverage and helping the advertising as you go to the track. Uh, That track has got a lot of potential. We're just really hoping we can get in a good night of racing so that we can prove just how good this track is and how good the staff is out there for this racing. And if you've never been to Outlaw, I highly encourage you to get out there and do the same. So that kind of wraps up everything that I've been doing for those two tracks. And I got to tell you, once again, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to be out there. And I'm blessed to be the chaplain at both tracks and continue to love seeing my racing family, both places. And most of the time I see people at Friday night at Hattiesburg and then I'll see them again, same Same people at at Outlaw Speedway, not only fans, but drivers. And that's encouraging to me as well to see that the fans are continuing to go out and and just support these local tracks. And that's what we need is support from the fans in the stands. And that's what it comes down to. So, Artie, I'll turn it back to you now. I appreciate the time you've given me on this. And once again, good luck to you and continued success in Southern Dirt Track Report. I appreciate it, Ron. Hey, um, one one thing
2: about the weather. I'm telling you, um, that Outlaw track has really come from some crazy things down there. I mean, one night, fog. Now, who would have thought fog would have came in and rolled in like it did that one night? And then on top of that, um, you know, the rainstorm that just popped out of the blue the last time they were racing. I mean, they just just one thing after another with the weather. Um, hopefully the next race is nice and sunny and and a, and a beautiful night there.
3: Agreed. Yeah, that fog just blew my mind, because I had just finished up the driver interviews, and, or the driver introductions on the track. I was heading back up to the tower. When I got up to the tower, I looked out over the track, and I was like, is somebody's engine blown, or somebody smoking you know, oil somewhere? And that's when I realized it was fog. It was that thick already in just that short amount of time. It just blew my mind how quickly that moved in.
2: Yeah, because I mean it was within minutes. Like one minute is is clear as day. The next minute you couldn't see the other side of the track. It was crazy how that fog did roll in that night. Um, but we'll be um, Southern Dirt Track Report. Uh, we'll be committed to Hattiesburg Speedway, um, and and um, Outlaw Speedway. We would not we're not gonna miss an Outlaw race from here on out. I believe I believe every other Saturday we'll be there. Um, we're gonna pretty much Outlaw will be another home track for. Southern Dirt Track report. So Fantastic.
3: We, yeah, July 10th is our next race at Outlaw. Like I said, it's a regular race with the sprint cars. Definitely.
2: And definitely. then July 24th um,
3: it's the 2000 to win street stock race.
2: And we appreciate everything you're doing with the youth there. Uh, I remember when you used to do the Hot Wheel Challenge and all kind of little, little knick-knack things that used to go on. And um, um, it's really making the youth excited to go to the track on a Friday night and on a Saturday night. But uh, it's really a good deal all the way around.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'd love to get that uh, Hot Wheel Challenge back. I just, I just couldn't manage it by myself. I did have some help, and uh, that help, unfortunately, is no longer with me. So if anybody would like to help me volunteer to run the uh, Hot Wheels Racing, please tell them to get a hold of me. This will be at Hattiesburg Speedway. And if it works out so, that we can do it at Outlaw Speedway, too. We do some uh, Hot Wheels Challenge racing before the races or an intermission or whatever. But if somebody wants to volunteer and help me out in that, just give me a holler on uh, Facebook Messenger.
2: Definitely sounds good. Well, thank you for your time, Ron. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the, the first show here. Uh,
3: I was nerve-wracked all day, but
2: everything seems to be going <laughs> all right until now.
3: So. <laughs> Well, like I said, buddy, you well-deserved, and you've put a lot of heart into this, and I know your passion for racing, and it's great to see you moving to this level. Good luck to you with whatever else you do, and I know this is going to be a huge boost to it.
2: Definitely. Thank you. We'll see you next Thursday. All right, buddy. All right, that was Ron Southern. He is the chaplain and the announcer over at Hattiesburg Speedway and Outlaw Speedway. And uh, if you've never been to either one of those tracks, I'm going to talk about one second real quick. Um, Hattiesburg and Outlaw, one of the smoothest surfaces in the south. Uh, both tracks really have a great, great racing. Um, the tracks are not just one, one lane. They're two, three lanes. Uh, and they really uh, put a lot of time, effort into those tracks. And um, Zach Rushing over at Outlaw, and, um, you know, he is really getting it down. And Donald Parker over at Hattiesburg—just um, unbelievable what he's been up, what he's been doing to that track um, for Friday night racing. So if you're a race car driver out there, um, you will definitely um, you will definitely get to Hattiesburg on a Friday, outlaw on a Saturday, and you will see some great, great racing. So that was Ron. Um, um, He's a blessing to me. Um, he's done a lot for the southern dirtrack port, and um uh, i was I was definitely one of him on tonight and we got him on here so um we got Whaling coming up next here in just a few minutes um, I believe he is on hold at the time, at this time, but um let's go ahead and get Whaling on and let's talk let's talk some dirt. Wailing, how are you tonight? Good. You good? All right. Let's, let's let's start off with how old are you?
4: I'm eleven years old.
2: Okay, so if y'all don't know, Whaling is eleven years old. Last year, he took the Baton Rouge, um, championships. He also he he won the, the Baton Rouge, um, state championship at the end. He won the points for the season. Um, he won like ninety percent of his races. Um, tell us how you how you got started in racing.
4: Um, my mom and dad's family—they both race raced, and uh, I wanted to as well.
2: And and you enjoy it, obviously. Um, you up there winning each and every week.
4: Yeah, mostly.
5: that
4: yes sir
2: okay I'm sorry uh, all right so how and why did you pick your number it on was your my, my dad's number and what number and is I, that? That I on number 77 77 that's awesome that's awesome uh, what is your most memorable moment behind the wheel
4: it was winning my first state championship at Baton Rouge Raceway.
2: Yeah, that's an honor. Um, state championship is a prestige race down here in the south, and um, definitely dominating that race. Uh, it was good to see that. Uh, tell us about your car and your class. Um, if, if you got any pointers or anything you want to share to the general public about the car and the class.
4: I race a mini wedge. It's a go-kart that looks sort of like a late model. It has a 6.5-horsepower motor and weighs 345 pounds.
5: Sweet, sweet. Um, what are some of your past
2: achievements?
4: Um, I got three-time Louisiana State Championship and three-time Point Championship at Baton Rouge as well and Battle of the States championship. And uh, I won sixteen races in a row one year, um, and uh, I have somewhere around forty total wins.
2: So he's eleven years old. already got four plus forty plus wins. He won sixteen races in a row, y'all. Sixteen races. That's um, that's that's a pretty good achievement, I would have to say. Yes, sir. So what are what are some things that you are looking forward to do in, in the racing in the future?
4: Um, I'm looking uh, going into a big car and uh, hopefully a limited modified and going on from there.
2: That'll work, yeah. What is your favorite color, and do you have it on your car?
4: My favorite color is orange, and yes, sir, it is. It's in the numbers and in the graphics.
2: Awesome, awesome. All right, so what are some of your pre-race uh, rituals that you do every week before you get on the track? Like, once you put that helmet on, what's going through your head?
4: I pray for safety and a good race and good luck.
2: Awesome, awesome. All right, so, so what is your weekdays like in the shop? That's what we want to know. We want to know during the week, Sunday to wherever, so you time to load up for the race week. What do you, what is it like in the shop there?
4: A whole lot of maintenance. We gotta rebuild the clutch every week. We gotta do old changes and the chain, And work on my dad's car.
2: Yeah, you do both you do both, um you work on the limited mod in your in your own. I know that. I've seen pictures of it. Yes, sir.
4: It's a lot of work, huh? Yes, sir.
2: All right, now, so now this is a question that all the ladies want to know. Do you have a girlfriend?
6: Don't worry,
2: no. <laughs> Well, look, look, the girls are looking at you. I promise you, you're winning all them races. Um, You're going to have to get a stick to beat them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after a long weekend of racing, what is the first thing you do when you get home?
0: I go to bed.
2: Go to bed? You're tired, huh? Long <laughs> yes, night. sir. Uh, do you start working on a car Saturday night or when you get home or you wait till Sunday, Monday?
4: We normally wash the cars usually Sunday and start maintenance Monday.
2: All right. So when you're at school, what do your classmates say about you being a race car driver?
4: They don't believe me.
2: <laughs> they don't believe you, huh?
4: No, sir.
2: Yep. All right. Who would you like to thank for your racing career?
4: My mom and my dad and all my grandparents and friends.
2: All right, so tell me about your sponsors. Who are they?
4: Mid-Parish Machine Shop, Love Me First, Guardrail Chassis, Turn 3 by Millie Tanner, Toxic Bodies, and Extreme Graphics by J-Rod.
2: All right, what are some ways you like to show good sportsmanship?
4: Um, I like to shake drivers' hands, uh, all of them, after the races. And I help the younger kids uh, with driver tips.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Who is your favorite driver of all time?
4: Kyle Larson.
2: Larson. Larson's been winning, huh? He's winning everywhere. Yes, sir. He's a good driver to be your favorite. I can promise you that. Yes, sir. All right, so you, so you're a dirt driver. What do you rather watch on TV, dirt or asphalt racing?
4: Asphalt, because dirt, it's like I can, I watch that every Saturday night. So it just doesn't seem right watching it on TV.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's awesome. And um, and anything that I might have missed, or that you would like to say uh, about racing, or anything
4: else? Um come out to Pike County and come support the track and uh, come watch us race.
2: Awesome, awesome. Look, um, you are an inspiration to me, uh, to my team. We enjoy going to the track, and we enjoy watching you race. Um, Every week we we, we sit out there, and um, we know you got a big future ahead of you, and uh, I'm excited to have you on my show here uh, for our first show. I think it's awesome to have um, upcoming stars, should we say? Um, and maybe one day we'll see you on on Sundays racing NASCAR. I hope.
6: Yep.
2: Yeah, I, I believe it could happen. Um, anything else you want to add, Wells? No, sir. All right. Well,
6: thank you so much for coming thank you on. For our opportunity.
2: Definitely, definitely. Thank you for coming on and um we love you and uh, we'll see you um pretty soon at the track.
4: Okay. Thank you.
2: <laughs> All right. Y'all that is Whaling. Um, he is the seventy seven driver of the Mini Wedge uh division. Uh, he you can catch him racing at Pike County Speedway, um Baton Rouge raceway, um and I'm sure he'll be going some other places once they start having some mini wedge racing. Around the south, Um, the the mini wedges are really a great class. It's a beginner class. It's for the kids. Um, Like you said, it is a go kart, but it looks like a late model. Um, And these kids are really, really determined. Um, They out there, and you can see it in their face. You can see it in their um, eyes when they when they and all that good stuff. So, um Is he still
1: on or no? Uh he is aware? uh he is currently on the, on air, the air. air, but he's uh but I he's, mean
5: uh,
2: Over there, we good. All right. I don't know if I lost lost y'all or not, but um, um, this is a beginning a beginning for us. So it's you know we, we're we're trying to do the best that we can do. So uh, I'm learning all about this podcast world. Um, so. So can y'all hear me? That's what I need to know.
1: Yes, we can hear you loud and clear uh Jared just uh called uh, he he was on the line. I was screening his call and uh he uh he talked out. I guess he got nervous he didn't there he is again i I'll, I'll, I'll bring him on to, uh, Jared I know you can hear me because you're already uh called in. Into- studio you're okay i was actually screening the call there so uh you you actually messaged back um the the guests nobody could hear you on on the air but uh sorry for the confusion there you're doing a great job artie i do want to plug <coughs> something real quick uh, make sure that you to the 110 nationsports uh.com uh website we're also uh the 110 nation sports uh facebook page uh, make sure you check out the show on Monday night, Race Chat Live. It is also powered by the 110 Nation, sports.com. Uh Other than that, Artie, you are doing an awesome job. We've had a little couple of little comp- complications over on this side, including uh, just then that terrible wave of echo. So uh, we'll try to work on that a little bit more. We are also on Facebook Live at this point in time, the Racing Radio Network News uh a facebook page and i believe it has been shared around to our sister pages along with the parent page uh southern dirt track uh, report so it's keep things rolling uh it seems to be all your guests have called in on time and uh you're doing a great job i'll turn it back over to you hardy
2: all right so we're gonna have jared come on we're gonna give jared a couple extra minutes here um jared's gonna talk about south alabama update with Tri-County and Deep South. Go ahead, Jared.
7: What's up, everybody? It's Jared in the building. So getting ready for racing this weekend, if it don't rain this weekend. You know, it's, they, they were calling for 80% rain for around Deep South, Speedway, and Lively. Now, 70%. So instead of doing an Indian rain dance, maybe we can get somebody to do a reverse Indian rain dance and scare that rain away, because I want to go racing. But anyways, they got uh, Deep South Speedway has the Deep Southern Shine run this weekend. If it don't rain out, they have a big fireworks show, uh, which is really cool. And also, I do believe that Tri-County Speedway is racing, too. And, of course, why not? It's racing. But Deep South Speedway, let me go through here and look at the list of cars. On schedule here, i got Tri-County Speedway's page pulled up. And let me pull Deep South Speedway's page back up and go through the classes that are racing this weekend. And I do believe it is the Crate Racing USA 602 Sportsman. And they have, let's see, here we go. May 29th, Pure Stock, Street Stock, Factory Stock. Wait, let's see. Okay, it's May 29th. All right, let's go to July 3rd, Pure Stock, Street Stock, Vintage, Stinger, 602, and the UMP Modifieds. And if you have a UMP Modified, you want to come to Deep Side Speedway this weekend, providing they don't rain out because discount towing of Panama City, Florida, added $500 to the purse for this weekend's event. You'll be racing for $1,500 to win. You would be crazy not to race for $1,500 to win. It makes me wish I had a modified. I'd go race it. But uh, they had, see here, open wheel mod drivers, listen up, discount towing of Panama City, Florida, added $500 purse, $1,500. Get them cars ready, boys and girls, for awesome night of racing. Remember, this is race number four of the Deep Southern Shine Run series, and so, that's really cool. So there should be at least 10 to 15 mods up there, you know, it it just, that's a lot of money, you know. Alright, and let's go through the other classes. Uh, Snare Cars, it's gonna be great. Uh, my friend Cameron Cannell, he's gonna be one of the tough ones to beat, but you also have Steve Seidner and Brandon Seidner, they will probably be there. They're super fast. And then you also have the 41 of Robert Barber. Robert Barber is champion last year. So Robert Barber is going to be T-U-F-F tough. But it's going to be, uh, it's going to be really good. Let's see. Let's go through here. Uh, street stops, stingers, 602. Alright, so 602 mods. Ooh, last, I mean, I mean 602 Sportsman. Last race, the 27 of Dustin Booth. Just waxed the field, Kevin Mitchell in the ninety nine got second, and Kevin Mitchell's usually one of the cars to beat him and Ozma Jones and Let me say that Dustin Booth walked off by half a track and just spanked everybody and just parked at Victory Lane. That was really cool to see Dustin Booth win at his home track. That was really cool. Kevin Mitchell had a great run to finish second um It's just. That class is awesome. Get you a 602 Sportsman, come race Deep South, or race them at Tri-County Speedway because they race them there too. And so let's see. We got the Street Stocks. Last weekend was awesome. Uh, Chad Robinson is usually one of the top cars there. But Chris Behi in the 56, Billy Robertson Racing, South Ridge, uh won the race. It was cool to see Chris win. It's been a while since so I've seen Chris win a race. So that was cool to see Chris Bayhaw spank the field. And then we had the factory start last weekend. Billy Walker and the 41 just spanked everybody. That was really cool. And then, of course, Chad Robinson in the 10 was second. And that was really cool. And let's see what we got here. Mm-hmm. Pure stocks. Oh, uh, what?
2: Hey, Jared. I got a question for you uh, about okay. the um uh As soon as you're done with the the uh, the updates of all the, the races from the past week, um, tell everybody about the track. Cause I like to let everybody know it's not as big as it used to be. You know, get get, get those get those details out. Me.
7: Okay. Yes, I can do that. So, well, Last weekend last weekend's race was super awesome in the pure stocks. So. I'm a big fan of Derek Kane Long. Shout out to Kane's Warrior Kids, uh, his charity organization where they raise money for kids with pediatric cancer. So Kane has his Star Wars themed race car with C3PO and all the Star Wars characters on there. And every time I see, every time I see him now, I just say, hey, Derek, may the force be with you. So, you know, I mean, he's even got a Star Wars themed helmet that was a uh, custom hand-painted airbrush. And he was racing with Wesley King in the 99, who won the championship last year, and also racing with the 24 Stephen Fretwell. Those three cars were back and forth, back and forth. And with one lap to go, Derek passed Wesley King in the 99, but did not have enough car for the 24 Stephen Fretwell. Stephen Fretwell did an awesome job. Congratulations to Stephen Fretwell. And that was just, just super, super awesome. And then Ryan Fowler won the modified race in dominating fashion. Um, so let's talk about the track. So the track used to be 4 tenths mile, really, really huge, really, really fast. And then Mr. Billy um, became the owner of the track, Mr. Billy Robertson. and they shortened it up, made it a little bit smaller. It's just above 3 8 mile. And it is super, super fast. They put a brand new surface on there, brand new clay. It's smooth, no potholes, which is awesome. Um, I love a smooth track with no potholes. And just the racing is super great. It's in Logsley, Alabama. Uh, you go to their Facebook page, look up the address. Uh, it's it's just a great top notch facility, and it's on my favorite track list. It's it's always it's always been one of my favorites. And come on out, Deep South. It's gonna be great if they race this weekend. And then let me go through the points here. So I got their points pulled up. It's very hard to find their points because they use a website called Speed Score One, but. It's a cool site, though, uh, once you figure it out, once you can find it. But the points leader in the factory stock is Chad Robinson in the 10. He's walking away with it with 194 total points. He's raced every single race there is, six races. You have Dustin Ladner in the 01. He's got 143 points in second. He's raced five races. And Tucker Bird in the 112 has raced four races. He's third in points with 99 then you got Tony Jones and fourth. Tony Jones is a very, very good driver. He won last year. He's raced four races with 94 points. Then you got Robert Mixon in the double O. He's raced there four races with 89 points. Jeremy Eaton, the K2C car. Jeremy Eaton came there last weekend. He did awesome. And it's just a long list, but I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Chris Hartman and the 45. Look up our team page, Team Hartman Racing for a Cure. Chris is one of those underdog stories where <clears throat> he doesn't have a lot of sponsors. He does have some good sponsors, though. He's got um, some good good uh, sponsors and that he does have, and he's one of those that just struggles to make it to the racetrack. His car is uh, John Deere Green and Yellow. It's a good car, but he just... One of those drivers that you see that you want to win because they struggle in and out, make it the racetrack, and then he's had several DNS this season. And thank goodness for Josh Cooley at 316 Construction out of Lodsley, Uh or Baymanette for coming on board. And Josh Cooley is a super good guy. He does good work, and I'm glad he came on board to help Chris. Chris has a super fast car. Just I, I think we've got all the gremlins worked out. Hopefully no more DNS. Have a good season. And when you see the name on there, it says Racing for a Cure on his Facebook page. His daughter, Amaya, has uh, autism. And so that that's a good thing Chris is doing, trying to bring awareness to autism and then cancer and whatnot. So y'all go watch the 45 race. And then let's go to the other points here. Let's see. And then we're going to go, after I go through these points, we're going to swap to Tri-County. All right. Let's see. Sir? Bridget? No. All right. Slingshots, Junior. All right. 604 late models. Here we go. Oh, it pulled up. Wrong one. 604 late models. Your points leader is Bo Slay. We have eighty points. He has two races. DG Hawkins in the ninety-six. DJ Hawkins is one of the other favorites. D.G. Hawkins has got sixty-six points. We'll see if DJ Hawkins can catch Bo Slay. Chase Cooper in the twenty seven C. He's got fifty-five points. And Joey Pilgrim with fifty one. James Gilmore in the forty seven with forty eight points. Stephen Jernigan with thirty six points. Stephen Jernigan finished second there a couple of weeks ago. Stephen Jernigan's—he's one of those drivers. This TUFF tough. You better watch out. Got Kyle Bryant with 40 points and sixth. Uh, let's see, Tim Anderson, 31 points and eighth. Blake Martin is in ninth, and Ryan Bowerydo in the 99R rounds out the top 10. And let's go back to the other classes. All right, let's look at the street stock here. Street stock. Chad Robinson, seven races. 179 points sonny gilmore is in second congratulations sonny gilmore she has 118 points chris bayhai has 90 points tommy lowry has 89 points christy gall in the number one car has 80 points howie reese has 64 sean goodwin 60 chris walker two and track owner billy roberson driving his car has 44 points. So shout out to Billy Robertson for ninth. John Cody in the 98 rounds out the top 10 and he's tied with Joseph Adams at 44 points apiece for 10th. All right, let's go to the other classes here and then we're going to swap the Tri County really quick.
5: Yeah,
2: really quick, Derek.
7: All right. UMP Buster Foley, uh, is leading with 160 points. Joey Mosley, 140. Ryan Fowler, 130. That's your top three. Then Chase Holland with 97 points. and We have the junior bomber class. So Come to Deep Side Speedway, if you have a kid and they want to race a new class, get them a junior bomber car. It's basically a bomber car, but it's just for the kids. Uh, Go to a junkyard, pick up a car with a 350 or the Ford equivalent, Dodge equivalent, whatever, and then get your kids racing. I think that's I think that's something cool to get the kids involved, and it's a new class. They've had four to five cars now, and uh, it's growing. Definitely, right. definitely. Hey, um, um, you got the six o twos. Yes. All right, six o twos. Go ahead. Kevin Mitchell. Right. Kevin Mitchell's leading the points. He's got 112. Osmond Jones at second, 105. Joseph Adams creeping up there in third with 76. Congratulations, Joseph Adams. All right, and one more. I and I believe we're on the last one here, which is the pure stock. So let me go back to the pure stock. I've just about run through all the classes, except for, well, pure stock and stingers. All right, tuners. All right, and Camera Canal is leading the points with 148. So wow, that's awesome. Go Cam. Robert Barber is creeping up there with 146, so he could take the points lead the next race from Cam. And my friend Barrett Bischoff in the 88D is third place. Congratulations, Barrett, 94 points. And Steven Seidner and Brandon Seidner are coming on up there with 83 and 65. All right, let's go back to the last class, which will be the pure stocks. All right, points leader, Wesley King, the 99, 194 points. Thomas Norman, 148 points in second. And Derek Kane, long, with 147, is third place. Cody Wood is fourth with 137. And then uh, Dallas Lisbon, 123. Tanner Palmer, 109. And that rounds out the top six. And we're going to go to Tri-County really quick once we got through with that. For so Tri-County Speedway... Let me look at their Facebook page and see when their next race. Just a little happy Father's Day, okay.
2: All right, you, you got thirty seconds. <clears throat>
7: all right. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at Tri County's next race. Next race is July 17th, regular racing, all classes, and that's going to be their next race and. I'd have to go through and look up the points later. So come to Tri-County Speedway.
2: South Alabama report here on the Southern Dirt Track Report um, and the 110 Nation Sports here on our podcast. Um, We are out of time right there. Uh, We're on a pretty strict time schedule, so um, I'm going to get Bridget. Bridget is going to be our next guest. Hey, how are
0: you?
2: She is here. Hey, what is up, and how are you tonight?
0: I'm doing well.
2: Sweet, sweet. So Bridget is going to talk about Northwest Florida Speedway. Um, Tell us what's going on over there.
0: Hey, y'all. So um, everything's going real good over here at Northwest Florida. We've had... Um, a lot of good races, and we've been totally blessed by this weather. We've had a couple scares, um, but like everybody else, and but we've been, to- like I said, totally blessed that we've been able to get the last two races in. Um, Scott and Beverly are doing an amazing job keeping this little track going. Um, we've always got a great surface, and he works really hard out there. Him and um, all the guys out there in the center um, getting it all done and together for everybody to come. But they are quick to make sure that everybody knows that um, North Florida can't do what it does without all of the people that work there um, and the drivers and the fans. If it wasn't for everybody, there's no way we could keep that going. Um, we got a good bit of sponsors this year, and we're so thankful for them. Uh, we got Baker Feed, 4F Construction, Joey the Jeweler, Wooten Lumber, Kelly's Auto Diesel, Stanton Automotive, Triple J Construction, Susan's Restaurant, and Baker Parts. Um, again, they've they just been so helpful to us to be able to keep going with what we've been doing over here. And um, the, this little track is super fast, and uh, we totally enjoy doing what we're doing out here, keeping everybody, being able to, to race. Our next race coming up is going to be a doubleheader. Uh, We got a July 9th and 10th race, so not this weekend, but next weekend. um, It's a Freedom and Fireworks. Uh, We'll be doing 30-lap features um, on both of those nights. But we got a special little thing going on July 10th. Uh, We got some go-karts. We got a couple local go-kart tracks that um, we work with, too. Um, And so we've got some go-karts coming out on the 10th um, to join us racing. So that's going to be a fun little thing. Um, and then, you know, we always have some kid stuff going on. A couple of months, at least once a month, is what we try to do. Uh, last month we got rained out with. Um, we had a, well, we didn't get rained out. We got some rain in there and um, had to push some stuff back. So we had a field day scheduled for last month, but we um, we moved that to the twenty fourth. And so we're going to have a driver's tug of war and a second annual kids' field day. And that's just a fun little event out there that everybody gets to be involved with. And it's always fun for the kids to come out and get to enjoy and meet the drivers and just, you know, have their own kind of event. So we're super excited about that.
2: Awesome, awesome. Um, you can tell us about um, the your points race and your winners from last week
0: yeah absolutely. So last week man we had uh, we got six zero twos running last week um and like every week, and they had a caution free race um that was pretty awesome to sit and watch um they really just blew that out of the water for us uh Pure Stocks had a top two three um the second and third were running side by side for um several laps um until Owen Barnhill broke his rocker arm um so you know, but it was a good little race. They always put on a show out there for everybody. Um, last week's points, uh let me go over here and and pull that up. So in the vintage we only we've not really had a huge car count here lately in Vintage and so we would love to have the vintage uh come back. You know, I know a couple guys sold their car and so that's kinda put a damper on us. Um, you know, we had the Wolf brothers out there last time. Um they brought they brought a fun little show out there. Um, I know their family was in the stands, and they were just super excited to be able to run it, but Robert ended up winning that heat uh, or that um, heat and feature um, in the vintage class. We got the stinger class. there have been a good a good amount of them coming and um, just bringing out and putting on a show at the end of our race for us. Um, you know, these guys... You know, it's not super expensive cars, but they just put the same amount of time as everybody else does into those cars, and they really enjoy what they do. Um, so last race, Thomas Owens won that class. Um, the slingshots, those little kids that get out there on their little slingshot, um, we normally have uh, five or six of them out there. And Cade Cartwright, he's been he has been hammering down out there, and he just really enjoys um, what he's doing. He's really putting on a show out there for everybody. Um Mod, um, LJ, he's got first place in that, and then we actually had a good bit of them. I think there was um, eight of them out there this last race, and um, so we had two heats. and Owen Barnhill won his heat, and LJ won his heat, and then LJ and Owen Barnhill um, won and two last race. Six oh two, JC and Dale, they they always run right close together, and JC took that one um, last night or last week. And then in Pure Stock, Cody Barnhill, he's had a little rough time here the last couple of weeks or um, that we've been racing, and he finally got it together, and he come back for a win um, in that Pure Stock race there the other day. Uh, Bombers, Jaden Presley, uh, he won the Heat and the Feature. Um, so that's how that went for the last week. But now for our our points championship stuff we got going on, uh, the top three in vintage is J.D., Uquay, uh Jason McDaniel, and Craig Crosley. For Vintage, um, for MCO, we got Owen Barnhill, James Rohde, and Larry Falk. Um, 602s is Dale Lucas, Brent Cartwright, and Johnny Wright, Jr. Um, they're all pretty tight, um, you know, right close together. It's just going to be, you know, somebody missing a race or breaking in between and somebody can pass them. I mean, they're all right tight close together there. So we got Pierce Stocks is Jason Jackson, Cody Barnhill, and Jeffrey Odom. Um, Jason Jackson's winning that one by 418 points, and then Cody Barnhill is tailing him at 330. Uh, Sling Shots is Kate Cartwright, Zachary Halford, and Madison Tugman. Um, Bomber is Josh Lewis with 354, and Charlie McDaniel, and then Jaden Presley. Um, the Stingers is uh, Danny Monahan and Dustin on a hand, and then Kyle Williams. And street stock is Luke Johnson, Sonny Gilmore, and Frank Wilson. Um, we hadn't been racing straight, the street stocks as often. They're just not pulling as many. There's a lot of other tracks that are running them um, every weekend, and so, you know, street stock just doesn't always pull. So uh, we do them for special races, and so that's where we are with that too.
2: Awesome, awesome. Um, tell us about the track itself at Northwest Florida. How big is it and all that good stuff?
0: Um, it's a quarter. It's a quarter mile track. Um, it's got a concrete wall all around it. Um, it's a little. It's a little track, but it's super fast.
2: Yeah, I've been. I've been. I've been there a few times. Um, I actually watched Cartwright when he was in the slingshots, so and now he's running a late model. So that's pretty awesome to oh, hear yeah. his name still out there. Yeah, still competing in a big time class now, and not just a little slingshot. Right.
0: Right. Well, uh, we totally appreciate all the things that you've been doing here. Um, we appreciate this opportunity, and we just thank you for so much support with us. Um, I know all of the, the local tracks really enjoy it and just helping us get all that out there.
2: Definitely, definitely. Northwest Florida is um, it's definitely in my heart. Um, we I go there at least three or four times a year. I haven't made it yet this year, but pretty soon we'll be heading that way to take some video out there. Um, it is um, – Definitely my home away from home,
1: way over there in
2: Baker, Florida, which is weird because we have Baker, Florida. I mean, Baker, Louisiana is where Baton Rouge Raceway is at. So maybe one day okay. we could do a Baker challenge and do uh, –
3: Okay.
2: Maybe we can get a challenge started, Um, you know. So uh, yeah. thank you so much Let for your know. time. And um,
0: All right. Uh, we so appreciate
2: much. it. We'll That's see incredible. you next week,
0: hopefully. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thanks so much. All
2: right. Thank you so much. Um, bye-bye All right, so that was um, Bridget. She was with Northwest Florida Speedway. Um, She is, um, uh, I'm not sure um, exactly her title there. I forgot to ask her, but um, she definitely is very knowledgeable um, there, and uh, we are glad to have her on the Southern Dirt Track Report team. And um, now we're going to head north. Um, north of I-20, um, the only track north of I-20 that we cover, um, and we are going to talk to Miss Charity Kilgar from Greenville Speedway.
8: Hi, Artie.
2: What is up? How are you tonight?
8: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
2: Oh, doing great. Doing great. So tell us about the track.
8: So, it's Greenville Speedway. We're located in Greenville, Mississippi. And if you, a lot of people probably aren't familiar where Greenville is. We're actually close to the Mississippi line uh, on the west side of the state. We are right at the corner, basically, of Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And so, we're right there at the River Bridge. So, we do get some cars from Louisiana, Arkansas, and then, of course, some from Mississippi. Um it's a quarter mile gumbo track, <laughs> so uh, the gumbo is it's hard to tame. Sometimes you never know if it's going to be slick, you never know, you know, if it's going to be hooked up and and all of that. So the a lot of people like to come race on the gumbo so they can see if they can they can beat it because a lot of times they're used to running on on a clay track or sandy long track. So. We basically uh, race every Saturday night. Uh, We do have a few Friday special shows. And our weekly classes that we have would be our Elite Glass Crate Light Models, which are uh, the Crate Racing USA sanctions. We have the Leaf Body Shop Street Stocks, which are also the Crate Racing USA uh, sanctions. We still have, um, we're trying to keep them alive, known kind of in the the Delta Delta or Central Mississippi, the outlaw hobby. And so a lot of people sometimes get these confused with the sprint cars, um, but they typically have more of a body of a late model, but they have a wing like the sprint cars. And so um, sometimes we get four or five, sometimes we get ten, but it's a really fun class. Um, The fans really like it because of the wing and that sort of thing. We also run our 9.15 Floral Designs and Gifts factory stock. Um, that's kind of like a pure stock class. And then also weekly, we have our Vapor Shack Hot Shots. A lot of people, a lot of tracks sometimes call those stingers. And so we do run, try to run the Modifieds once a month. Um, we've been working on getting the 602 Sportsman going. It just hasn't took off real well for us this year. A lot of our guys have been working and stuff, and so they haven't been able to get their cars together. And we do have specials with the supers um we have comp cams come in. we also have uh, Mr. Thrash with the um mississippi uh state champion challenge challenge champion series. They come in the track a couple of times a year and so we have a a really good variety of uh classes to raise um this past weekend, we did have a race, a weekly show. And our winners for our modifies, we ran them this past weekend. We had Ray Taylor. I believe he's out of Leland, Mississippi. And then uh, a lot of people know Bobby Jordan. He frequents Jackson, Columbus. He's been to Why Not. Um, I'm not sure if he's been to Pike or not yet, but he actually won in our crate late model class. And then Brandon Nobles, he's from the Carrollton um, Koala area. And he won our Leaves Body Shop Street Stock. And then we had a car from Arkansas, Monticello, Arkansas, I believe, and the Hot Shot Group, Justin Hill, that won. Jimbo Wrinkle was our winner out of the Outlaw Hobby. And he is also, he's out of Sheridan, Arkansas. And then we had a local out of, for our factory stock winner, Tommy Raymond. And that was a real, the factory stock was a real intense race this weekend. This weekend coming up, we are having a a special, a July 4th special Independence Day special. It's actually on Saturday, July the 3rd. We're actually hosting the LMRA Crate Lake models. They are similar to the Crate Racing USA sanction. Uh, The rules are a little bit different. I don't know exactly, but... I have people that know, um, and they're running for 1000 to win, and they do have some other um, booths for the payout, um, hard charger, I think maybe a hard luck, that sort of thing uh, for that. So we're, uh, this weekend we're going to be racing the Street Stocks, our Street Stocks shootout, and it's going to be 1500 to win for those. And we have several sponsors that are helping out, Harrison & Son Incorporated, S&S Farms out of Leland, Bad Company Racing out of Arkansas, and then Lee's Body Shop out of Leland. We're going to be doing fireworks. It should be a a good fireworks show. We actually made a trip this morning to go to the wholesale place and get a good bit of fireworks for the show. And then we're also going to have uh, the Med Air Evac helicopter that transports people. They're going to be on site this weekend and actually... Right before we do the national anthem and the prayer, they're going to land in the infield. And then afterwards, before we get racing, get to racing, they're going to lift back up and they're going to park at the back area of the pit so that people can come out and look at them and, and look at the air, the helicopter and that sort of thing. So I think it's going to be a really good, a really good weekend. Um, we got a few showers today, nothing much, less than a half of an inch. So, All that's going to do is get that gumbo ready to race for Saturday. Uh, The weather's cleared up really good for Saturday, so we're really excited about it.
2: Well, I can tell you this. I've been to to Greenville Speedway uh, four times, and I am like the rainmaker there. For some reason, I've never seen a race there. Um, I've went there for the USCS. I've been there for um, a few races. And every time I go there, everything's perfect. The sky's blue, and then all of a sudden, it drops out right before the heat races. Like I I I,
6: just—I
2: have drove that four and a half hour drive four times, and every time I get rained on, them I kind of think I'm a—I'm a—I'm a a, like hoodoo voodoo to Greenville because every time I go up there, it rains. Um, Well, we'll have
8: to try it out again. Maybe it won't
2: rain on you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so tell us, um, um, a lot of people know that y'all have a little tiny race coming up in October. T-t-t- can you tell us about that little race?
8: Oh, yes, that's, that's our season finale. It's actually called the Gumbo Nationals. Uh, this is going to be our 15th Gumbo Nationals. We always have it the first week- weekend in October. Uh, last year we started sanctioning with Comp Cam, Super Late Models, and it is typically 4000 to win on Friday night, complete show for the Supers. Uh, a few of the classes will do a complete show. It just kind of depends on car counts. We, we try to keep the night from going um, super long. And then on Saturday night, it's 8000 to win for the Super Late Models. And then we'll have a couple of classes that do a complete show and then uh, a few that will run their features. And so it's always a really good time. Um, you know, go ahead and start booking those hotel rooms and making those plans. There's camping spots right close to the racetrack. Um, usually on Thursday night, we try to do like a get together and hang out. Friday night, the past couple of years, we've done a band um, actually in the pits after the races. And we've, we've gotten a really good crowd from that. Saturday, we actually have a fish fry, a free fish fry for our race teams and their, uh, the racers and their race teams, And so it's, it's a lot of southern hospitality and good old boy racing, and it, it's just a really great time, and we definitely love it. Um, each of our drivers that do register for the race, we actually give them a free Gumbo Nationals T-shirt also because we want them to feel the hospitality and you know how much we appreciate our racers coming in and, and supporting us at the end of the year.
2: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I say little race, but everybody knows that the Gumbo Nationals – is one of the biggest races in the state of Mississippi, and um, it continues to grow each and every year, and it really is a nice, um, a nice race to, to attend. Um, hopefully this year will be the year I'll finally get up there to see the Gumbo National.
8: We hope so. We have a practice on Thursday nights, and, you know, it, it, we definitely love it. And um, we sanctioned with slow racing last year, and so it, it is uh, filmed live, and then you can also go back and watch it. Uh, with Flow Racing too, if you have a subscription for it. Um, one other thing, already is we are hooked up with My Race Pass, um, and so make sure that if your fans of the tracks are going to this, and so make sure that y'all download this app. It is a free app. It does have apps that cost, but you can get live timing, you can see results, you can see points, you can see all kinds of things with this app. And I know a lot of the tracks have gone through it, and it's really helped to be more um productive and, and let the drivers know where they stand with everything. You know, in that craziness of, of trying to find out where they need to line up and all of that. So
2: Definitely definitely yeah, my race pass is very well used by me. Um I use it all the time. I want to thank you so much for your time and hopefully we can do this every Thursday.
8: Sounds good Artie and we appreciate you so much.
2: All right. Thank you so much for calling. Sure. All right all so that that is Charity Kilgore. She is the owner, I believe, of Greenville Speedway. Um, she is um, part of the Southern Dirt Track Report team, and uh, we are happy to have her aboard here on this podcast. All right, we're moving right along. Um, we are going to talk some cart racing now. Uh, we got Little Dega Speedway owner Tessa Dole on the line. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. All right. So go ahead. It's your turn. Um tell us about Little Dega and and how big it is and and tell us about what's going on there.
9: Um we're a one-tenth mile little bull ring in the middle of Circuit Creek, Louisiana. We um it used to be a rodeo arena and it was converted to a a, a kart track in 2015. So, um I've been I raced there whenever it opened but uh I got into promotion about four years ago and I ran it for three seasons but now I lease it so I'm the owner now, it's a little different. But um we have a lot of stuff going on. We uh we're actually scheduled for for the third time. We our grand opening race, which is for July the third, is not looking well again. This rain has got us twice, it looks like it's about to get us again, so we're we're hoping not, but it's not looking well so if that happens to rain out we'll we'll have a regular race night on July tenth, which is next Saturday, I am pretty sure. Um if something happens we do rain out, uh Cowtown car, car track in North Louisiana but uh the, the owner Jason Futch they'll be racing, um if rain doesn't get them too so but um we also have a, a Family Fun Day, uh our town. You know, we do a lot of work for the town. We have uh, two races a year that they get all the profit from, so try to help keep things moving along for our festivals and things like that. So on July the 24th, we're going to have a family fun day at the park, and it's completely free. The food, everything is free, and it's put on by the police department as a thank you to everyone. Um, And Little Daga will be participating. We're going to do some uh, free snow cones and uh have some carts there to try to get our sport to grow. Um we we usually average about anywhere from eighty to a hundred carts a night, so that's not too bad. Um but that'll be completely free. I think we're actually gonna do the box car races. Uh like you mentioned earlier. Um that'll be our first time so we're excited about that. Um then on July thirty first we have a race coming up and actually no one even knows about this. We haven't announced it on the first we're mentioning about it. We're having a mower madness race. It will be a thousand to win for the Super B Twin mods. Um, we also that's presented by JCR with Tiffany Welch. Um, and also we have a five hundred to win for the single cylinder mods. Um, hopefully we have a good show for that. Uh, we have a lot of people coming from Alabama, and Texas, and there's a trophy involved. I hear about, and we're hoping. The trophies in Texas right now and we're hoping that's brought back to Louisiana. That's that's not a for certain thing but we're we're hoping that that gets involved so um also we'll have the Outlaw wing carts racing for five hundred to win. Um, mm-hmm. Mr Levi Beard with L O B forms he's he's sponsoring that and um we'll also have the flat carts, you know, uh run what you brong be paying five hundred to win so we're hoping to uh have a good show with that. Um our point system is still in the works, so I haven't I don't have anything to to tell about that tonight, but I'll have that for next Thursday. But um cart racing is really growing lately and uh there's several tracks. We have uh, Savage Motor Speedway and Drive Prong, uh B and B Speedway and uh North Louisiana and Cowtown uh bj's go-kart speedways right here in glenmore they actually have a big race coming up for uh their granddaughter it's been done for the last four or five years now um the hope for bella um that's their granddaughter she has multiple sclerosis and i mean most m- multiple dysgraphy i'm sorry and um we raise money for her every year um they do i, I try to help out with trophies and things like that, but. Um, then we have a Katyana Speedway in Lafayette. Um, so there's always some sort of kart racing going on, you know, and I'm very blessed to be a part of it. I try to not only my own, you know, I, I own Tested Race Promotions, which is known by, as TDRP. So um, when we're not racing go-karts, you know, I try to help out with the big tracks too as well, like Thunder Valley and Chatham. Um, but uh, we're very excited. Hopefully, uh, we get the race in this weekend. We'll have some results for next weekend, but um, we have quite a few uh, little drivers that's uh, coming up. That um, like Colin Stewart and uh, Zane Cedars. That's some of our junior drivers. Um, they they really uh, are very competitive and they put on very good races. So uh, we also have uh, we end up having like thirteen classes a night. But you know that's that's cart racing, you know, and we've been having some good races. I can't complain one bit.
2: Awesome, awesome. Um, so let me let me ask you about these mowers. You think they could come over and cut my grass? You know, these guys can go about sixty miles an hour around my house and get it done in about two uh, minutes.
9: I'm sure they can tear up your grounds, but it won't be with a belly <laughs> pan or nothing. It'll be with some groove tires. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. But uh,
9: I can't wait! I can't wait for that race. Um, they actually, we actually have a, a, some more classes every every time we race. So, um, you know, they we we've, we've got to experience a few. We usually have about eight or ten, but I'm excited to have a full show for them. And it's mainly a groove tire event, you know. Um, but flat carts are welcome, you know. Uh, and there's going to be multiple more classes and things like that. And it'll be 100 percent payback for those. I just listed the big classes, but we're excited to give them some money. I hope that I hope we have a good turnout.
2: Definitely, definitely. You know, um, Southern Dirt Track Report, if you go all the way back to the first ever post on the Southern Dirt Track Report, it is um, mowing Racing in Foley, Alabama. Um, I was hopping to be out there for yes. a wedding. I DJed a wedding out there, and on the way home, I seen a bunch of people in a field, and I'm like, what is going on over there? <laughs> and I went over there, I drove up, and they were like, it's a lawnmower race. And I'm like, lawnmower race? What is going on with that? So we wound up sitting out there and, and, and actually watching the races for hours. And I filmed most of the races, and that's how uh, – that's one of the first races that I ever videoed for the Southern Dirt Track
9: Report. That is awesome. Yeah, definitely, well, definitely. I'm, I'm going to have some videos. I have someone that's actually going to start videoing for me. We can post more videos on uh, Southern Dirt Track Report and on our uh, – facebook page if if anyone wants any any information they can look on little daga uh, facebook page or feel free to message me or you even because i know you know a lot about us so um but we're willing to help anyone you know we want to see our sport grow definitely, definitely
2: that's what it's all about it's
9: all about growing that's
2: right all right well, Tessa, thank you for calling, and uh, we, we hope to hear from you each and every week and give us a little report about Little Dega every week right here. Absolutely.
7: We'll
9: be All there. All right.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. That is Tessa Dole. She is the owner of Little Dega Speedway in Turkey Creek, Louisiana. Um, it's a go-kart track. You definitely want to go check her out. Uh, if you race carts, be there each and every week that they're open. Um, the track is is getting better each and every week. so. Y'all make sure y'all check them out. All right, we got another driver interview here. Um, this is Miss Emily Voss. She drives a Pure Street, and we are going to talk with her. How are you I'm today? I'm doing good. How are
6: you?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So, are you ready for some questions and answers? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Tell us how you how you got started racing.
6: Well, I got started in racing because Jim he used to race a couple years ago, and then it was like too much work for us, so we traded in his car to get me a factory stock, and that's how I got into racing.
2: That's awesome! That's awesome. Um, how and why did you pick your number, and what is it?
6: Well, he had that. He had that number and. Yeah, I seen how he raced, and he was doing so good. So I wanted to be like him and just carry that number on throughout generations
0: and
2: stuff. Definitely, definitely. Before we go any further, um, tell everybody your age.
6: My age? Well, I'm to three times seventeen in a couple of months. And at first, I thought I was like the youngest one. Well, I'm not, but I think I'm like one of the youngest females to be racing, and it's different for me being so young because in my class, you have have like all these older people in it. So it's kind of a little bit weird for me.
2: Correct. Um, you know, uh, it's a sport dominated by by men and we'll, and, and to see a female out there running with them. Um, I think that's, that's great. Um, we, we will have a question about that in a little bit here. Um, so what is your most memorable moment behind the wheel so far?
6: Well, last year, it was my first year, and since I got my gas picked up, it was actually in Jackson, I think, that I passed my first car, and that was my most memorable moment.
2: Awesome. Tell us about your your calling class that you're currently in, in that, in that Pure Street.
6: Well, my car is like an iroc Z, Camaro. It's like an older one. And it's like a really safe car. It kept me safe. No matter how hard I hit some or got hit, it's kept me safe. And the class, to me, I really love it. You meet a lot of nice
8: people and stuff, and it's really fun. Definitely,
2: definitely. What are some of your past um, achievements?
6: Well, I got my speed more. I listened to what people were telling me a lot more, which helped me get better. Um, I started avoiding a lot more wrecks than what I have been.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, What are some things that you're looking forward to do in your future in
6: racing? Well, I hope, like, plan on, like, getting focused on getting better and hopefully get up there with, like, the people that are winning. So get up there with them. And then after that, and once I get better – Probably try and move up into a different car or a different
2: class. Awesome. What's your favorite color and do you have it on your car?
6: My favorite color is pink and yes, I do have it on my car.
2: Awesome, awesome. What are some of your pre race rituals that you do each and every week before you get on the track? Once you once you put that helmet on, what are some things that you that you normally do to um get ready for the race?
6: Well, whenever I get ready and stuff, I'll normally be stressed out. And once I get everything ready, I'll have my mom stand right there. She'll pray for me and stuff, hope okay, I do good. And then after that, before I go out to stage and or even like if I'm sitting by myself in the stage when i go out on the track, I'll just replay some funny scenes from Talladega Nights because that's my favorite movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. Uh, what is your week, what is your weekdays like in the shop?
6: Well, as me we of last year, it was, like, really busy because we're getting used to, like, getting the car set up and stuff. And we're constantly beating the body panels out and fixing stuff. And now, like, the first three races this season, it was like we didn't have to really do a whole lot to it because I wasn't wrecking as bad. Or I, I there's like a couple races that I didn't even wreck at all. So all me and Jim would do was just fix, like, make sure all the bolts are tight and stuff.
2: Tweet tweet sweet. All right. So this is the question I kind of asked earlier, but we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get it yet. Um, what does it mean for you, being a female, in a sport that's pretty much dominated by males?
6: To me, it's like kind of tough because, like, I'm a female and there's not many female racists out there, racists, well, around us in And it's like, to me, like, I'm trying hard to, like, get up there to make, like, with the males and tell them that I could be as good as they are and that um I'm just like them. And hardly any male racists that came up and, like, encouraged me to it's going to take a while before that even happens, but <laughs> yeah. it's fun.
2: I understand that. Um, after a long weekend of racing, what is the first thing you do when you get home after the after the racing? Do you do you do you start working on the car, or you or you wait till Sunday or Monday, or does that work for you?
6: Well, this year we're just focused on the same, like racing in Hattiesburg on Fridays. So we'll get home, go to bed, and once we get up Saturday, like around twelve, we'll unload the car, and if we need work on it, we will.
2: Sweet, sweet. Okay, so this is a question. Um, uh, this is a, an interesting question here that I got. Uh, what do your classmates say uh, when you when you tell them that, hey, I'm I'm a race car driver?
6: Well, not many of them know. Like just mainly my friends and a couple of my teachers do, and one of my teachers. He used to race, uh, like, every day this year that I'll have a race. He'll ask if I'm racing and stuff, and I am. He'll tell me good luck and kind of joke around, too, tell me some jokes. And that one my teachers, her husband likes NASCAR, so she found out that I like dirt tracks. I kind of made a comment in class. And she will pick on me in a good way and stuff. And they, like, all wish me luck and stuff.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Who would you like to thank for your racing career?
6: i like to thank, like, all my friends and family that have been there for me and that has helped encourage me and even uh, my sponsors and just, like, little things like that. Like, yeah.
2: Sweet, sweet. Tell, tell, me, tell me about your sponsors and who are they?
6: Well, my I love my sponsors because like they have been there for me since my first race, and they've tried they believe in me and encouraged me. And one of them you Southern Dirt Track Report, and then Michael cool Sandridge from MKLED Lighting, and then JT Patterson.
5: Sweet, sweet, sweet.
2: All right, what track do you like the best and in, 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 that you run at, and why?
6: I like Hattiesburg because it's my home track and it's the one that I've raced more and I'm more familiar with it. And I feel like i do better there.
5: Sweet, sweet, sweet. All
2: right. So what are some ways that you like to show good sportsmanship?
6: I like being a clean racer and getting along with all the other drivers.
2: And, and who is your favorite driver of all time?
6: I've never really
2: had a favorite driver in general. So just, 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 just uh, you got me off guard there. <laughs> All, right. All right. So you're a dirt driver, but what do you rather watch on TV, dirt or asphalt racing? No. You like both?
6: Yeah. And it is like. Especially in movies, like Days of Thunder, like, basically movies like that that makes it interesting. And then Lady Drive is, like, another one of my favorite movies. And that also, like, helped me realize that I need to get better and stuff and showed me, like, what I need to do.
5: Sweet,
2: sweet. Okay, so anything that I might have missed or that's on your mind that you would like to say about um, racing or anything else? Go ahead. This is your turn. No, sir. That's it. That's it, huh? All right. Well, thank you so much, Emily. Um, we uh, we really enjoy watching you on the track on Friday nights at Uh I do enjoy um, watching you and and watching you get better each and every week that you that you run the car. I can see improvements. So, um, congratulations on that. And um, pretty soon you'll be in that winning circle. Thank you for
6: having me.
2: All right, you are very welcome. Y'all, that is Emily Voss. There. She runs a pure street car at Hattiesburg Speedway, and um, she is um, one of our sponsors. From We, we have sponsored her, and um, we appreciate everything that she has done. And she's a sweet, sweet person. It's the first time I ever talked to her, I don't, I don't even think I've, I've, I've seen her in the pitch. But um, she's a very sweet girl, and um, we appreciate her being right here on our podcast all right, now we're talking big dog status here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about the prelude to the street stock national.
1: Go ahead, buddy. You, this is on you now. Artie, Artie, Artie. What's up? Can you hear me loud and clear? I can hear you. Good deal, good deal. Glad to be on the show here. Uh, I've been listening in. Absolutely fantastic. We've, got, we've had uh, so many people on already, and each of them have come on and uh, uh, just done an awesome job here tonight. Way to coordinate this and uh, looking uh, looking forward to a whole lot more. So, uh, yeah, they, they call me the caution flag of racing radio. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Why Not Motorsports Park, of course, the prelude to the Falk, uh, to the uh, Street Stock Nationals coming up this weekend, July 3rd at the House of, uh, just to cover some racing from last week real quick. Great Racing USA uh, late model uh, Monte Skinner picks up the feature win in a makeup race for June 12th. Uh, Tony Shelton. Uh, they call him the Junkyard Dog out of Columbus, Mississippi. He picks up the uh, Crate Racing USA Sportsman late model uh, uh, event from uh, June 12th. Mark Thorne, nope, I should say Chuck Thorne, the number 24 driver out of Demopolis, Alabama, He's the Crate Racing USA street stock winner. Of course, it's Blake McNeil out of Waynesboro, Mississippi, the factory stock winner in that number three car project. Blake Hatfield does it again for the June 2nd uh, race. He had been undefeated, uh, but uh, we have more news to come. So uh, as we move on into the Crate Racing USA late models, Uh, Let's see, results uh, from the 26th of June, feature time, Jamie Bolin out of Cuba, Alabama, the 32-track star race car. He finishes with the win. Steven Brantley in the 0-2 out of Monroeville, Alabama. He'll finish second. And Casey Haney out of Meridian, Mississippi. He is your top three finisher in the number 14 and the Crate Racing USA Dirt Late Models. We'll scoot on over to the Sportsman Late Models. This is the 602 class, the steel-headed motors. Chase Pennington out of Sounds Mississippi, uh, the number 54 machine. He picks up the win in the Crate Racing USA 602 Late Model Sportsman Series. Dylan Hamilton out of Containment, Florida, the young gun, the number 22. He finishes a close second place and third place. Corey Pennington out of Science, Mississippi, uh, the, the number 57 driver. So we shoot on to the freight Racing USA Street Stock feature event. Brian Fortner out of Millport, Alabama, just shows up and stinks up the show with a last lap pass on old Roy Lee Ray, the 2R out of Columbus, Mississippi, uh, Brandon Hill out of Omory, Mississippi and the number 22 car finishes in that third spot so we'll shoot on over to the factory stock guys for the June 26th of 2021 feature race Trevor Yee yay, 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 out of Brandon, Mississippi the number 27 finds his way back to victory lane I believe for his second win of the season at the House of Hook the last win of course, honoring his grandmother who had passed away the previous week. So congratulations to Trevor Yates for finding Victory Lane again. Blake McNeil could have come up two for two, but instead he's the bridesmaid. Finished second in that Project X car number three. Mr. James Murphy has that car dialed in. Guys, watch out. We'll tell you more about why uh, as we come up. Uh, as we talk about the next race there at Why Not Motorsports Park. So Aiden Fletcher out of Columbus, Mississippi, he finishes in that third spot. We will scoot on over to the hot shot side, and believe it or not, Joshua Mosley become the McCoy. He beats Blake Hatfield. Blake Hatfield out of Selma, Alabama finishes third. Joshua Mosley, JT Mosley. He's finished out of Gilmore Town, Alabama, and he takes the win. That car is for sale for $7,500. You could have the car and the trailer. Preston Bradshaw out of Mendenhall, Mississippi, finishes second in the 08 Junior machine. We will slide on to the open-wheel modified, and guess what, guys? We had 15 entries for the open-wheel modified, but it was no stopping. The man with a plan, the lead foot himself, Greg Hollinsworth, that 008 100 service center. Hodge uh, sawdust machine found its way to victory lane. Hollinsworth gets the monkey off his back. He picks up the win the open-wheel modified class. Robert Kassida finishes a close second in the K-9 out of Petal, Mississippi. In the third spot, it's Rusty Cooper in the number six car. He will finish third for the event. Now, Artie, we'll tell you a little bit about what's going on this weekend at the House of Books. It is big plans. I know you've already heard about it. It's the biggest stock car race in the Southeastern region. The biggest stock car race in the whole damn world. It's the Southern Street Stock Nationals coming up August 11th through the 14th. I'm going to tell you something. Rodney's been doing this for a few years. He gives out a provisional. That's right. Those guys that show up this weekend, the Crate Racing USA Street Stocks and the Factory Pure Street Challenge will be this weekend. They will earn a... A, a starting position in the biggest race of their lives coming up August 11th through the 14th. That's right. They don't even have to race at all, Artie. If they win this Saturday night, they are locked in to the biggest show of their life. Man, a lot on the line. This has been already done. So we're gonna we're expecting cars from all over to show up in the Crate Racing USA street stock side. There's a $1,000 to win Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi Street Stock Series. There's a $1,000 on the line for this race. There's $750 on the line for the Factory Stock Pier Street Race. So, man, I tell you what, not only are you winning a provisional, but you're also paying for your gate prices, brother. That's right. It's a two-in-one deal. You can't beat this. Make sure this Saturday night you're out at the House of Hook. Why not Motorsports Park?
5: Be there.
2: <laughs> I love how Chris gets excited about the dirt track racing.
10: Hello? Oh, that's
1: supposed to continue on, because it got real quiet <laughs> after I come on. Now, <laughs> I tell you what, you got me excited here tonight, Artie. This thing has gone just as, just as well as I ever thought it would. Uh yeah. And uh so uh yeah, I'll I'll hand the uh the mic over uh to our next guest. Of course, if if folks don't know, I'm I'm producing the show. I'm back here in the backdrop. Uh but uh no need to talk about me. You are the star. We've got cart racing uh with Tim Graves. No, 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 no. This has been replaced nope. with Dave Chisholm out of yeah. North Mississippi. And I'm looking right now to see if we have him on three one four nine. Yep, we do. So, uh, already I'm going to shut the heck up, go back to my spot, and uh, we're going to bring on Dave Chisholm, man.
2: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for your update. Why Not Motorsports Park, um, the House of Hooks, that's Chris. Chris is the announcer there. And um, definitely go check out Why Not. Uh, it's a place of all places in Mississippi to go see some dirt track racing.
10: All right, we got Dave on the on the line here. Hey, how you doing, Artie? How are you? All oh, me, man. All right. I guess I'm I'll give you a little report from way up north of Mississippi here for last weekend. Uh we rode up the Crossroads Motor Sports Complex up there in Corinth, Mississippi. And uh there were, seventy, I believe seventy two cars on hand last Thursday night for local racing. And the biggest class was the Crate Racing USA, uh, 602. It was a big class. Uh, of course, they had a couple little, little cautions to get started to get uh, down, and then they went green for the most part. Uh, good race. Top three was uh, Ray Alexander. Second was Cody Chisholm. And third was Caleb Cohen. And a little neat fact about that race was uh, Ray Alexander uh, won. He laid at every lap. Uh, that was the first race, uh, great race in uh, win in five years. And it was followed by my son, which was his first time there. He uh, finished second, and uh, that was just a pretty little cool deal. They had uh, 22 of them good racing, and uh, went, they had open-wheel modified. But there's only five of them, but uh there's five of them. It takes two to race. There was five of them put on a good show. Top three was Jonathan Moore, followed by Isaac Gibson. And uh, third was Braden Mitchell, which is uh son of uh, one of the sons of uh, Mr. Mitchell down with North Alabama Speedway over in Tuscumbia there. And we move on. They got two classes of uh, some of us call them hot shots. Some call them buzz. Down at Weaver Valley, they call them bangers, but they the buzz four, the four center buzzes. They had eight of them on hand. And uh, first place was Tracy Bobo. Second was James Lee, followed by Brandon Stewart. And then they had what they call the, uh, the old outlaw class, which is pretty much outlaws. They had four of them. First place, Jeff Daniels. Second was Stephen Shelley, followed by Tony Harris, which is the top three in outlaws. And then they brought out the, uh, the Buzz six-cylinder class. They had five of them. First place was Hunter Grimes. Second was Crystal Terry. And third was uh, Tucker Roberts. And then they had the factory the stock race had eleven entries in that class uh, from uh, up around northern Mississippi in the CMS Express. He uh, led every lap won that race. He's been on a hot streak there, uh driving some stuff been doing a little factor stock racing there for for the high roller uh race race chasing team of uh Justin's. He was followed excuse me there. He was followed by Dusty Richardson and third was Chris Bryan. And it was a good race. Then they had a mini stock race. They had eleven of them little rascals. First place was Dakota Blackburn Blackburn, Blackburn, I my bad. Blackburn, followed by Andy McDowell and Thomas Gordon. And we still got another class to go to here. Let me flip the page on these results from last week. The second here is in I believe I may have wrapped it up. That was it. That was all from Corinth from uh most sports. Crossroads motorsports complex. Big most Mississippi motorsports. That uh, was us their, about what's uh, up this
2: weekend, coming up July third. You got a big buzz race coming on, huh?
10: Oh yeah, well they got a big buzz race. They sure do. Already, uh, they got. Uh, I think it's paying five hundred to win in buzz this weekend. Plus, uh, Tim, the track owner, he said that if they can get fifteen cars. In the class, it's an extra hundred bucks, and that goes for any class every week of the rest of the season. So, I mean, bring them up there. Good, good racy track, uh, high bank. Uh, Low speed to it, probably like around a 13, 13. 5 14 seconds. Somewhere between 13, 14 second, uh lap times and uh, 602s. Uh, really fast little track. And then also July 3rd, this weekend over right across the line in the corner of uh, Tennessee, I mean Alabama, Tennessee and Mississippi is uh, North Alabama Speedway, and touchdown they'll have a thousand to win crate racing USA 602 uh, late model race this weekend. Rumble on the river. It will be a 602 race, thousand uh, dollars to win, no entry fee, qualifying, uh, ninety nine dollar fast time award sponsored and a fifty dollar hard charger award sponsored already for that race uh, Saturday night over North Alabama Speedway. The guys can load up from there and head right on down south to Columbus, Mississippi. Columbus, everybody that knows, they have uh, two tracks there, the, the oldest third track in Mississippi, a Columbus Speedway. On the other side of the river is the Magnolia Motor Speedway. They'll be hosting the U.S. C.S. Uh, sprint Cars, winged sprint Cars, 700 horse plus, 130 mile an hour, hammer down against the wall. Don't lift a uh, race this weekend, Saturday at the back with all other local divisions and points racing. We have a 602, maybe a 604, I'm not sure on that. The Mississippi Street Stocks, uh, factory stocks, bus cars, open-wheel sportsmen modified, so they'll have a full schedule. But they'll be the fastest night of the year for the MAG with the hour uh, uh, USCS sprint cars there on hand. Mr. Pete Walton uh, puts that together and brings it around all the tracks. They made it, made it, why not, Hattiesburg? You know, they've been about on every track around, but that's a show to go see on this Sunday. It'll be Sunday followed by a huge uh, fireworks celebration right at the MAG from Enfield. So everybody around North Mississippi may come check that out and don't miss it. It'll be a good show all night. Definitely, we, definitely. we got a lot of go-kart racing planned too, just like our, our buddies down south. Uh, we got a... A lot, of, a lot of local racers coming back. and I believe it's uh, like Mississippi uh, Go-Kart Revolution 2.0. Everybody's coming back. Uh, we don't have as many tracks. We don't have tracks like y'all do down south, but they're coming back. Mr. Johnny Stokes has put the little track on the infield of his track. Call it a little mini Mag, get these kids started. Got three or four uh, backyard tracks everybody's racing on. I talked to Rodney down at Why Not. He's wanting to get local kart racing back going. Uh, the parkers down at Hasburg, they've always put on big cart uh, racing uh, and go for it, or at Hasbarger Speedway on the big track. And Tim at Corinth, he's also uh, fixing to cut a track in there. So all your car tracks, your major car tracks, are are supporting the kids and getting getting these kids into racing. That way, seven ten years when they tell open wheel modified to the grid or factory start to the grid. These kids are going to be on the grid. So if not, it's going to dwindle down. And the, uh, the track owners and the racers, they realize this. And, man, this is just an unbelievable amount of kids and all enjoying the sports space. Good thing's coming, even though it's 2021, it's coming. Yeah, correct.
2: Uh, what about July 17th? Y'all got a big, big race. Um, 602s and Street Stocks running for 1,000 to win there. Um, that should be a good night to go catch some dirt track racing. Um, I might have to come up that weekend.
10: Man. Yeah. You need to come on up here. Uh, I mean, they'll always have some good racing up around in this area. I mean, usually some good money. Uh, they try to like split it up in the classes and everybody, even, uh, the buzz fours or, or whatever. They get a big, they have big races. The like factory stocks, they get their chance, like 602s and fours. And they, they try to put on a good show for all classes during the year. And, uh, Kind of like highlight them, highlight everybody. Well, it takes everybody to do this, you know. It takes the, the sponsors and the supporters, you know, to keep the lights on and it takes fans in the stands, succession stands, minds to uh, to make make it all what it is and uh, the racers they they put on the show. Definitely, definitely, yeah. For the fans in the stands, you know, I mean, it, it would be have the same, it. but we have some good races. Yep,
2: yep. Well, thank you so much um, for the Crossroads Motorsports
1: Speedway
2: update. Um, I hope to see. You. I hope I hope you get on with us every week and 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 get some people going up that way to Cornith, Mississippi. Um, how far are y'all from um, North Alabama?
10: Uh, well, from Columbus, I live actually just probably fifteen minutes north Columbus, so uh, like it's like eighty-five miles from my house to Tuscaloosa uh, to North Alabama, Corinth is right around the same distance, eighty-five, ninety miles. Not What's wrong there. Columbus, like I said, we're two tracks. That's 10, ten, fifteen miles west, uh, east is Columbus Speedway, the, you know, the oldest track in Mississippi that's, that's been in operation since nineteen sixty-two. every year, and then we could kind of go northeast here, about thirty-eight, forty miles from there, and we're at Thunder Valley, uh, Thunder Valley in Alabama, which is some, some of the best local. You know, not the so big, bright light, big stage racing, but some of the best local racing you'll ever see with more fans than than you can imagine. It's just unbelievable. So it's a lot of good racing around definitely. here. Well, I appreciate you joining us today, and um,
2: uh, we'll see you pretty soon.
10: All right, Arnie. I sure appreciate it, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you later.
2: All right, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, y'all. That is Dave Chism. I hope I said his last name right but um he is um going to be giving us information about Crossroads Motorsports Motor Park Speedway up in Corinth, um, Mississippi and we're going to um definitely keep him and, on the show and he he's very knowledgeable of, of of the north part of the state um as you can see um he talked about um several tracks up that way so um uh, I'm I'm very excited about what he brings to the table here for this podcast show and um um so uh my producer Hardy. says that we got a special guest that wants to come on yes
1: yeah, it's already shit uh i need you to know that uh we put the number out 718-664-9861 that is the call in number there's about uh 55 55 minutes left of time on podcast so this would be the time available for people to call into the show and give you information or whatever shout outs whatever they want to do but uh
5: this is our very first
1: call-in uh guest it's brian t foster we're going to bring him on the air here for yard
2: all right
1: look Hello, Brian
2: Foster. How are you today? Doing good. That's great. That's great. Go ahead. The floor is yours.
5: All right. I'm a uh, go kart racer. Race over at uh, George County Motorsports Park in Luskville, Mississippi. Uh, Definitely won, I know the name from there. I won. I won two back-to-back championships last year and the year before, and a winter series. And uh, got a few wins. Heat races in. Each the races got one heat he in this year. But lately we have been running because of the rain and all. And we're going to we try to make another race next Saturday back at George County. And also the, the 17th, we're going to do like a cancer benefit for one of them that races there at our track, their mama down with cancer. And we're going to try to raise some money and stuff for the family as well. Awesome, awesome. Tell but, us about um, George
2: County, um, um, what days they run, how big the track is, and all that good stuff.
5: Well, the track used to be bigger, but they shortened it down so I can't even tell you about the mile length or anything like that. But, but it's a little fast track. But uh Definitely. when, after,
6: I when they first twice, uh,
2: always good racing there. I went and seen the uh mini oh, yeah. sprints
5: run there. And yeah. uh, that was
2: pretty interesting to see the, the mini sprints on a little track, so they um they, uh, and I believe you was racing that day too that we went. Um uh, yeah. good racing all the way around. Um every class had good racing that night.
5: Oh yeah. Well mini sprints had not been there in, in a couple of years now. And I don't know what happened between them and donor. I know they shortened down the track after, you know, after they left.
2: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice little track, and uh, it's not too bad to get to, too, because it's all, like, four-lane highways to get there from the interstate, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a straight shot up, so it worked out pretty well.
5: Yeah. And, uh, and I've been racing over there for about five years now. And then, uh, first year I started out racing. I ended up third in the over in Greenville. Not Greenville, I mean, uh, Green County, Alabama, over in the indoor arena. Did a six race series there, and I ended up third in the points in that one as well that year. My second year I ended up second in points, and then a year after that, I went. You know, won championship, track championship there. And then after that, we started up a winter series points. I took champ And then last year, I took another championship. Yeah,
2: um, when I was there, the night, the day that I came, this was a couple of years back. But um, you won.
5: Yeah. Um, every
2: every race that you, you was on the field um very quick yeah. uh uh-huh. uh Brian, you you was quick in every race that you raced um and um, yeah. definitely a, a, a fast and um championships are coming to you uh a lot yeah. a lot of championships oh yeah so yeah all right well thank you for calling and um definitely stay doing? um stay stay tuned into the show we're going to have a lot of stuff about kart racing coming up in the future and all um, right this is going to be a good show for cart racing and for dirt track racing. So um, oh, we're yeah. going to try to get it all in right here on um, Thursday nights. So I appreciate listening you listening, and thank you so much. Uh, you're alright you yeah. All right, y'all, that's Brian Foster. Um, he is uh, a racer there at George County Speedway. Just a call-in tonight. That was um, our first-ever call-in, so that was pretty cool. Um, Brian Foster's quick. He's fast, and um, the night that I went to George County, he was unstoppable. Um, so I'm glad he called in. Uh, if there's anybody out there that ever wants to call in, come on and call in, and we will talk to you um, about anything that you want to talk about dirt track race. And don't forget, uh, I'd like to thank um, the 110 Nation Sports for having us for our weekly podcast show here on the Southern Dirt Track Report. And on top of that, um, I just want to tell everyone that um, that I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, you know, whether for you, everyone that called in tonight is basically going to be on the show each and every week. Um, so we'll get to learn a lot about our region and dirt track racing, and that's what it's all about. It's all about you, the racers. It's all about the drivers. It's all about the tracks and our region. And we want to cover as many tracks as we can in this little two-hour show that we can. And, um, and you know, so that would be pretty cool if we could get more and more um, people involved in this show. Um, it's a good time. I had a great time tonight. I had a blast. Um, we are going to um, go ahead and put Jared Hudson on. Uh, once again, he wants to th- – um, we're going to finish out his Tri-County Speedway Talk, and uh, when we're
7: done with that, we'll get we'll have a little sm- sm- short closing. So, uh, Jerry, what's up? What's up? Okay. So I gotta say I love going to Tri County Speedway. They're great people. Uh, Miss Marilyn's super good to me. Isaiah's good. The whole family's good people. Joshua Day. Go to Tri County Speedway. It's the Cadillac of dirt tracks. It's only been around a few years now. And it's such a mighty fine facility. When you go to the pits, you buy your pit pass. It's $25 for a pit pass, which is super good. And you go into the <coughs> uh, the pit restaurant there, or cafe, whatever you want to call it, and it's really cool because you can go inside and sit down and eat in the air conditioner and watch the race. Not many racetracks do that, and I know there's some that do, but as far as down this way, there's not many. You know, you can go in there and sit and watch, and, and the racing action has been super awesome. Uh, that's just a rundown on points here real quick. This is the 602 light models. Got Dale Lucas uh, leading the points in the p to 7 Congratulations, Dale Lucas. Um, he's got 246 points. Nick Lambeth in the 90 is second with 231. Brent Cartwright in the 77, uh, 218 points. And then we got Dwayne Morris, local Flomaton driver, uh, 211 points. And then we we'll go down to the pure stocks. Stephen Fretwell from Jay Florida is leading the points in the number 24. Congratulations, 243 points. And we got Brian Berger in the 121, which is super awesome. Brian Berger has 224 points. And Jeb Davis, really awesome to see Jeb Davis up there in third, 203 points. I know Thomas Davis is super proud and happy. TJ Grimes is fourth with 184, and then you got Dad Thomas Davis in fifth with 150 points. Go down to the street stocks. Mike Webb from Bruton, Alabama, is leading the points with 185. Daniel Higdon's in second with 178. Uh, Joe Richburg from Contomat, Florida. 99 points. Third. Uh, fourth is Michael Porter from Milton, Florida with 94 points. And fifth, running out of the top five, is Nick Driver from McDavid, Florida with 91 points. And then we have the modified Greg Hopkins in the G17 leading with 90 points. No surprise there. we got Larry Falk in his IMCA modified, which is cool. Uh, Larry Falk's uh, second with 80 points. You got Fred McGee pretty awesome to see Fred McGee up there in third with 76 points, and you got Ryan Fowler in fourth, uh, Joe Phillips in the 27J is fifth with 49 points, and then we go down to the six or four models. DG Hawkins is leading with 238 points. Isaiah Day, track owner, is second with 229 points. He's catching up with DG. Isaiah's got that new car; it's gonna be fast. So we got Shannon Martin and the 96M. Is in third, 204, Parker Bell from Flomington, 184, Bailey Martin, fifth, with 171. And then we scroll down to the Bomber class. I love the Bomber class. When the Bomber cars come on racetrack, the racetrack plays a Sanford and Son theme song, which is fitting. Fred G. Sanford, the G. Spencer, going goodbye. You know, everybody knows Fred Sanford. So we got Robbie Berger, Brian Berger's brother, which is awesome. I like Robbie. He has 211 points, leading the uh, series. Bobel from Brewton with 174, second. Brady Brady Hall from Red Level, 171 points in third. Ivan Glenn with 164 in fourth. And Jaden Presley rounds out the top five in 156. And then we're going to go to the Junior Slingshots. Uh, they run a one-barrel carburetor. Uh, Cade Cartwright's leading the points in the 77. Congratulations. 197. Zachary Halford, my buddy Dougie Halford, that's his son. Zachary's getting better and better with that new slingshot. He's getting faster. He's gonna get a win before the season's over. So he's got 178 points. Third is Madison Tugman with 145. Then we got Kayson Broxton and fourth with 140. Erica Hayes with 44 points, which is really awesome to see Erica Hayes on there. And then we have, finally we have the Stingers Timothy Worthington from Baymenets just walking away with it with 199 points. I like Timothy. He's a good guy. Thomas Owens is second, 146. Aaron Bell is 128. Uh, Jay Mason from Slapout, Alabama, man, that's a name, 91 points. Uh, Arthur Worthington, Jr., which is uh, Timothy's son, is fifth with 90 points. And Joshua Douglas, I like Joshua Douglas. He's got 89 points. And that rounds out your top six. So go to the swamp, Tri-County Speedway. they got some big races coming up. Follow their Facebook. Go to the website and search my race pass, Tri-County Speedway. And thank you all.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Seth Jared, so much. Cool. Uh, Jared Hudson, he's on here talking about Tri-County Speedway. And, and um, we appreciate him coming <coughs> on board. And... I think that is gonna do it, but we're gonna uh have a uh I'm gonna do a small little uh rant, shall we say. And um let's just talk about uh every week we'll we'll talk about another issue going on at the track. Artie. Um, yeah.
1: We have Ron Southern on.
3: All right. How you doing, Ron? Hey, Artie. Uh Chris asked me to uh hang on, so I did and uh I'm glad I did. This was An awesome show. I didn't realize the talent and the lineup that you guys had set up for this and I'm just a privilege to be a part of it, but I want to give a shout out to you specifically Artie. I know you've been digging at this for years. You and I have had many talks about your passion and the love of dirt track racing and we've made some road trips and we've had some good times at different tracks and uh, I just got to say man, I'm proud of you. Keep on digging. Don't give up on this because it's getting better and better each and every time you you do stuff. And I appreciate you coming out to the tracks, especially for Hattiesburg and and Outlaw and doing what you do there. And I know all the volunteers that you have on your team uh, are doing a great job too. So shout out to Chris Creighton and his crew for putting this together. And uh, man, this is this is incredible. I'm I'm in awe of what's going on here, in Artie, I'm I'm just proud to call you my friend and to be along for the ride uh, uh that's that's
2: uh, i want to cry you know you got me you got me teared up over here um i appreciate those time words ron and you know you know when we go to when we went to flomberton you know it's only oh, we're oh, we, we right there we're right there That's, that's what i remember the, the most we're right there it's like three hours later oh <laughs> uh, yeah that was some time, fun. Um, some time going pieces. to the tracks you know um I appreciate everything that you've done for me um, in the Southern dirt track report. And um, I, I've, I'm speechless right now.
3: <laughs> well, keep on doing what you do, buddy, and you'll be fine. Awesome. Thank you so
2: much for the call. All right. So we're going to end the show with uh, just like uh, I'm going to do a different thing every week, try to, try to do something different. Um, and this week we're gonna talk about just uh, track bashing on Facebook Artie. or whatever. Yeah. Is this is this the
1: Artie Stick? This
2: is the, this is the Artie Stick editorial.
1: You there? <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't. Put myself back in mute, but uh yeah that that's the already stick segment right,
2: yeah, 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 this is when we get personal down and personal, um you know you see it all the time that people um they'll post something on Facebook about their local track, you know something didn't go their way, or something didn't go you know how it's supposed to, and we got screwed, blah blah blah, um, you know almost every week at every track around this area, you'll see a post like that. And when, you, when you're when as close to dirt track racing as I am, um, I just ignore those posts. I don't even look at them. I, I'll read them, and I'll just keep on going because I'm not adding to anything. Um, you know, I have a track that's less than five minutes from my house, LA 36 Speedway. It will never be a Speedway again. It has closed down, and I honestly feel like there will be nobody that's going to buy it now because now everything everything in it is destroyed. Um, you know they busted out every window. They they busted down every door. They they tore out all the all the walls in the buildings. And that's what we come to. We come to a time that, you know, yeah, you can go ahead and and bash a call or whatever. You know, bad calls happen. It happens. Um, but at the same time, now I have a track by my house that that is no longer um, in use, and it's a shame because it, you know people just want to want to bash a track and, and tell people not to go there. Uh, I'm totally against that kind of, kind of talk. And with social media, it makes it so easy to make something go viral that doesn't need to go. So that's just my, just just me talking here. Um, you know, treat every week, you know, Hey, look, if you get screwed, if you get screwed, you know, go back next week and try to do better or, or try to try to do something different. Um, I'm, I'm there and I watch every race and I, can tell you, I've seen times where I thought somebody got messed over, but it's not, it's not, it's it's part of racing. On you know, it's part of racing, and we just got to take um, steps to try to calm ourselves down on social media and not destroy a track's reputation for one bad call. And that's all I want to say. Um, that's it for us here. Um, once again, I want to thank the 110 Nation um, for having us and Southern Dirt Track Report. I want to thank everybody on my team. My team is awesome. Tonight, y'all put on a show, and I can honestly say um, this show was all about y'all, and it wasn't about me. Um, Ron Southern, I want to thank uh, Waylon Vinny, Jared Hudson, Bridget Walters, Charity Kilgore, Tessa Dole, Emily Wallace, Chris Creighton, Dave Chisholm, Brian Foster, And everybody else that you out there listening and tuning in, I appreciate it. I love you all. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next Thursday right here, same time, same place, right here on Southern Debt Track Report. We'll
5: see y'all then.
1: Forty-one ten eight Link, Miss the production manager.
4: What a night
1: it was! Pickles
4: ah. of... in
1: that show, See you all again next
5: Thursday.
1: i I put to that live on so Monday night with Chris, Taz, and Craig Moore.